0: Hi everyone! Welcome to Merch Money. We're so excited to be back, even though it's only been two weeks. <laughs> Feels what? like a million years. I
1: know. Why does it feel like it's been forever?
0: <laughs> so we have we have Nick Eden on today.
2: Hey, very, hey everybody!
1: Very excited for that. Thanks for uh, joining us, Nick.
2: I'm excited. You know, I've been a fan of the show for a while, so. Uh... Feeling you know, like, okay, making it to the big leagues. Yeah, <laughs> we're making it
0: to the big leagues. We've been a fan of yours for a while, so. I was going to say,
1: we're looking league. forward to doing a little digging and learning a little bit from you, too, so. Yeah. It's a
2: long-loaded story that's usually only told over tequila, but uh, I'm not sure <laughs> that tonight. <laughs> uh, well, who
0: knows? I mean, you never know if we're, we have tequila, so.
2: Hey, we are look, always I, up ju- shenanigans. I just got back from Cancun, so I'm all excited about oh. this tequila. I, I oh
1: my it. God, I'm jealous. <laughs> I am so jealous. Cancun, do you guys realize what I am in right now? Like,
2: <laughs> no. not
0: like,
1: I have not left the house in a week, okay? So I finally am able to leave today to get groceries, and I'm not kidding you, the snow mounds at the Walmart parking lot were bigger than semis. <laughs> I was like, really, and it was like the killer workout from hell to get your cart back. So, <laughs> oh
2: my it's
1: gosh. it's like single digit and snowy. So, I hope you had fun in Cancun.
2: <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> I bet
0: that that's timing it just right, going in the winter. That's. The- <laughs> one day I'll learn how to do that yeah mm-hmm. vacation in the winter well um, hey let's
2: make it a business expense why don't we do a merch mastermind in cancun
0: oh <gasps> there
1: you go man. let's do there it. you go do it
2: i think that'd be pretty dope
1: and honestly this is a good time of year to do stuff like that you know oh
2: yeah
1: yep I went to the uh the what's it called comp unconference last year
0: it was mostly for fba people but it was the same idea it's like everybody got together in Florida and a lot of fun. You doing uh, that this year too? I did it last year. No, this year I decided not to because I just got back from UK, which we'll talk oh, about. Yeah, in a little bit. You gotta, the last couple sure. shows we haven't gone around and introduced ourselves and said uh, stuff about our week, but I think we're gonna go ahead and do that today just because it's so much to catch up on. <laughs> so who wants to go first?
1: You want to go first, Bree? Sure, I'll go. So for those of you that don't know me, I'm Brianna Muller-Green and I'm co-owner of designfordollars.com. I'm Merch Maverick on the show. Um, Holy cow, just busy, busy, busy week. one of the exciting things that I want to talk about um, just briefly, and you guys will see plenty of information coming out on this, is um when I was flown to Amazon headquarters, um the people that I met while I was there that were non-Amazonians, just you know, people like me, um, I ended up staying in touch with many of them. And one of them, Seth Kniep, you may know from Just One Dime, um, well, uh, we immediately connected, and he asked me to uh, speak at the Just One Dime event. And so that's going to be March 8th, 9th, and 10th in L.A. And um, it's it's for all of e But what's interesting is um, I believe I'm the only one from Pod and Merch. So I'm representing our community. Nice. Uh, yeah, and it's a very exclusive event. There are limited tickets. Um, and one of the reasons is because he and this is crazy because this is so he, we can't tell you still much about what we were doing at amazon but we can tell you that he and i uh, you know talked at great lengths about always wanting to get amazon presents right you always yeah you'd love to be able to talk to them and so he has gotten the confirmation the firm yes like not just merch, Amazon is going to be at the conference. And in particular, I'm not sure if it's one or two will be speaking. And so, yeah, so that is going to be really, really exciting um, as more details come out about that. So that's been fun. I've been working with them all week um, and then working with um the crew over in brandability um so working with everyone that's that's building a brand um if you don't know what that's, that is we're taking shopify stores and essentially maybe you come in with nothing <laughs> like uh i don't even know what i'm doing mm-hmm. and we're holding your hand like school style mm-hmm. um and helping you helping you build your brand out so it's 12 weeks and I'll kick your butt if you don't do your homework. <laughs>
0: Speaking of which, I am off, I'm We need on to the chat.
1: Guys. We need to chat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I told her Thursday I'll catch up on everything.
1: <laughs> but it, it has
0: been amazing. It's it's been so good. um
1: It's just a good group of people too. Yeah. it just shows like the type of people we really do have in the community. I know we we can. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going on a total tangent here, but like. I just want to point right. out, like, we have a, we have a good, strong community here, and sometimes we harp on the negativity. And like, I think Helen would agree that you know, in this small group of brandability, we have people that are like scared, like you know, this is big for them. And uh, but then there's a lot of people that are being positive and supportive, and like just chipping in to help. It's um,
0: amazing. And then the people that are scared are coming up with these like freaking amazing ideas yeah. and like gorgeous logos. And I'm like, what are you scared? Like you, yeah. Like what, <laughs> but it's, it's so nice. And everybody's just like sharing exactly what they're doing. Like everybody's seeing, you know, my yeah. logo Other logos, we're all like giving advice, like, you know, our opinions of like different brand names
1: and different, uh, you know, so it's, it's so nice to get all the feedback and, and all the help. Yeah. I, I, and I just wanted to highlight that because I think sometimes like it's so easy to go talk about the negative stuff because in general, things are happy and positive, I think, with all of us in our businesses. So we don't always go out and say, this is great. It's another great day. It's another great day. Another, you know, like, <laughs> what do you, you know, so I don't know. I just think it's important to note that because like it just makes my heart swell when I see All of these people just, I don't know, chipping in and being positive and paying it forward and helping each other out. It's cool. Yeah. I like it.
0: Awesome.
1: Amy.
3: Hey, so I'm Amy Springer, (laughs) Merch Marvel on the show. Um, It's been, it feels like it has been forever since I've been here with y'all. So I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of not in the zone. I'm like she's I don't like know. I'm nervous like it's the first show. Like what do I yeah, do? Like what do I do? <laughs> no. Um, actually so for the past couple of weeks I've been I've been reading a lot more. I we just finished a book about um The Creative Habit which is excellent for you creatives. And um
1: awesome.
3: yeah, I've been applying a lot. Like uh, she's a professional dancer and choreographer, but a lot of the tips that she shares like really resonates with like creating for merch, it's really neat. And um, so I've been doing a lot of that. I am having the hardest time getting back into the rhythm after like Q4. So January has been very slow for me as far as like trying to stay motivated and filling my, well not filling my slots but designing and uploading every day. So I'm kind of been dropping the ball a little bit. (coughs) But January, all in all, hasn't been terrible for me as far as sales go. But I just right now I need to figure out how to get back into the rhythm. And I'm sure there are other people that can probably probably relate to that. Not too many positive things to share. but. That's a huge
0: positive. That book, it sounds amazing. I remember you uh, first talking about it. So it's so neat that you finished the book.
3: Yeah, there's um there's a friend of mine that that I've gotten to know through Messenger through the merch community and we kind of held each other accountable to read this book and it was oh, it was really, really wonderful. So.
0: so awesome. And the accountability piece, like I was thinking about that today, like it's the end of January. Normally I would have really been slacking on my goals already. I'm definitely one of those people that go to the gym the first couple of weeks and then are like, yeah, like. <laughs> so, but this time I'm still going cause it's like, I have, um, I set up the accountability in each thing. So for the brand, even though I'm starting to already fall behind, it's like, I have to keep going. Cause the weeks just keep going. Like you can't get behind, so it's like, that's holding me accountable. The gym, I go to orange theory, so like you have to set up the classes that's holding me accountable. So, um, I kind of, I'm happy that I set up things in place to protect me from myself. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, I, I can relate to that. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> so, but yeah, so were you done, Amy? Did I no?
3: Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much my last, well, gosh, like we were talking about before the show. That's been my 72 days of January. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes. We were talking about Joe posted something where he's
0: just like, this is January 74th. <laughs> like, <laughs> It feels like (laughs) January, it's been a little bit of a long month, but anyway, well, awesome. Well, I, like I said, I'm, I'm plugging away with my uh, workout goals, with my building, my brand goals, um, with my going to conferences goals and with my uploading goals, (laughs) not perfectly, but almost perfectly. Like it, I'm, I have the schedule in place and I'm following along. So I just got back from the merch uk conference so i got one out of my six done already (laughs) nick if you didn't hear my goal is uh six conferences or meetups this year Um, yeah so I, i got one done in january so we'll see five more to go um but it was it was amazing it was so fun so shout out to everybody in the uk especially everybody that i met Janice, I know she, she wanted to shout out her kids. Her kids are excited that she knows YouTubers, so shout out to Janice's kids. Also, <laughs> she made, she uh,
1: made me tea. She took care of me over there. So she was awesome. Well, Helen, um, thank you for going over there and repping merch money and the US pod community and, you know, and being brave and, you know, speaking at the event. And yeah. also, thank you for keeping us updated with pictures. So I know that um, it's a lot of work sometimes to keep having to upload, especially while you're there. Yeah. But um, it was fun to vicariously, you know, live through through the photos that you were sharing with us. It was neat. Awesome, so, thank
0: you. And hopefully, yeah, no, he
1: does <laughs> another one so we can. You <laughs> I know, think he's on a I group think- trip. I
0: think rick is planning on doing another one so it's a battle between if it's going to be in london or if it's going to be in manchester but everybody has such a good time they, d- they definitely want to do another one but yeah i have fun doing the facebook lives everybody there was so friendly and like they had fun being in the lives with me so that we had a great time um and i just i learned so much it was great speakers it was great to like do my first i don't know what you want to call it talk or speech or whatever you want to say um, so now I don't have to be nervous. Like I already know I can do it, I did it. So that was fun. Um, it was great. It was a great experience. So I really thank Rick also for setting that up. That was his first conference. If he also accomplished a lot, like you, you never know if you can do it or not. He did it <laughs> set up a great conference. Um, so, so many good things. So, and we're excited to have Nick on the show. We've been waiting like six months or something. It's been a long time, right. so welcome Nick, yeah. you're up
2: thank you thank you well i don't have a cool merch name like everybody else uh so uh i'm just nick uh hi everybody i'm nick eden of the 4554 podcast um also nick eden on youtube and the merch talk show um i my last couple of weeks have been really pod light if i could say i would love absolutely love to have the majority of my income coming from print on demand i love it it's really a passion project for me. I am 100% self-employed, but I would say it's probably about 40% at this point. Uh, so the last couple of weeks I've been building content for another YouTube channel that my wife and I are starting, uh, it's all about side hustles. So I've been trying all these different side hustles over the last few weeks. Uh, and some of them are very interesting. It's going to be some pretty interesting footage when it comes out. Uh, but like everything from like Uber and, uh, Instacart—that
1: um, is so exciting! I can't wait. Yeah. It so fun. Oh my gosh, yeah. um, I love that. And that you're doing it with yeah, your wife It's so fun to do. Like a project, yeah.
0: Together. Like
1: li- literally, I know I sound like I'm getting like really dramatic here, but like <laughs> that is like a goal that I would have always loved to do with with my husband, who wants nothing to do with all of this econ stuff. That is like a really fun project. That's so cool, yeah. and to document well,
2: it
1: and share. Yeah, well,
2: you know we um we've been in business together since 2013. uh we started an events and marketing agency back in 2013 so uh we always have been doing well working together uh, in the last couple of years there's probably a train that you guys are hearing so yeah. just uh don't worry about that uh, just, just wave let them go <laughs> so, uh, you know for the last year or so we've been working on separate projects but you know now we're just kind of bringing everything back in together so it's been really interesting um, really really interesting particularly uh and i've been working for amazon flex now, i don't know if you guys are familiar with it um, but uh it's basically their delivery service so i got some good footage of that too that's, that's actually a pretty nice uh nice i tried that one. one out i tried it it was fun it was easy it was, yeah
0: i had a good time yeah
2: well, I'm I'm conflicted because I usually see all these packages that I know are shirts and hoodies and everything else. And I'm just like, oh, I want to open it. just to see. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're I, on so, camera,
0: Nick. You can't say anything. <laughs> I know.
2: But no, Amazon, I don't open them. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Amazon, I love you guys. I don't open them. But I mean, you're, you're really going to like uh, the content that's coming up. I'm kind of tossing up right now with more PLD content on my main youtube channel but i'm also going to get into vinyl and the heat press vinyl and i'm trying to figure out if i should put that on the side hustle youtube or on the pod one because it's not really my thing because i love pod more than any other like i've done screen printing i've done heat press but i you know because it is still t-shirts and apparel i'm like okay maybe it should go on the other channel so but that's what i've been working on the last uh, couple of weeks and both. then
1: put it on both
2: <laughs> put it on both yeah <laughs> Right yeah. yeah. Uh, and then um, finishing up my book, uh, you know, that, that's been a long time coming. So uh, I'm really excited about that. You know, so just kind of putting all these years of working different projects and reputation management and social media and brand building stuff and just kind of condensing that into a book, it's been interesting. I try to, I have to catch myself from going too far down the rabbit hole and, you know, so so just kind of managing that part of it. That's that's a pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. Lots of good stuff. I know I have like ten million questions.
2: <laughs> hey, well, well ask way I mean, yeah. I'm not the foremost expert on it. I've just been very fortunate over the last few years to have worked with some larger brands, some smaller brands, and I've been able to take what they've succeeded at and failed at, and then, you know, just kind of make it work. So.
3: Awesome. That is, is, so that, cool. is that the kind of stuff that's going to be in your book? Like, are you going to share some of those big and little nuggets and on your channels and everything
2: too? So, so of course, I'm going to change names to protect the innocent, because um, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some things, but. Uh, <laughs> but uh, particularly my time in the music business yeah yeah so uh but but yeah i I am gonna put that in the book you know you know here's the thing about it when it comes to books and i enjoy reading always enjoy reading what i hate is when a book is just so stiff and it's it's not enjoyable like i like to make an easy read if i can get an easy read i am i am great and still feel fulfilled still feel like i've learned something still gotten some you know practical knowledge i don't want to read a textbook and that's what i didn't want to create so putting those you know, little nuggets of what I learned over the years and some real time examples and some brands that you guys may know, some brands that you guys may not know. And this is the reason I'm changing names. Uh, but I think if a person investigates, a, a you know, just if you put a little thought into it, you might be able to figure out a couple of them, so.
1: I'm excited, this is cool. So what's what's the overall premise of the book? Or or did you have a title for it? Did I miss it or did you not say it? Yes,
2: the name of the book is Word of Mouse. Um, okay. we, we, in the last, you know, few years, we always talked about how word of mouth marketing has been the best way that you can kind of really dig into things. Um, at, at this point, you know, as we become more of an introvert society is really about the word of mouth people, especially nowadays, you know, particularly feel pretty emboldened when it comes to sitting on the computer and voicing their love or hate for something. <laughs> um, and, we and know if, um, nothing about that. Well, you know, what's funny what actually inspired the book seriously because i had toyed with this for years at this point but i was like nobody wants to do a book on reputation management. but in december some of the members of the pod community may remember this there was an incident in the large merch group uh when it came to people uh let's say uh voicing their displeasure with being marketed to or uh you know, courses and, and research bundles and design packs and things like that. And I was, I was looking at the thread, and, and it, I'm not going to rehash it. There's no reason to rehash it. But I had to look at it from two standpoints. The first standpoint was, you know, there are a lot of people who will voice their concerns about something simply based on a premise and not actually having consumed that product right? So that, that was the first thing I was like, okay, well, you have a lot of new sellers coming in and I get these questions all the time. Well, what should I use? Uh, what tools should I use? What should I do? And if they go in and see a thread like that and they hear, oh well, this person is scamming you and they have no basis of it other than just their own personal biases when it comes to research bundles and things of that nature, then you pos- you've possibly missed out on some research that can help you scale your merch business. So, and when I say merch, I mean print demand overall but um but then i had to look at the other side of it you know there are people who have a legitimate gripe with it and i think you know whereas some people will face it head on some people will just kind of shy away from it not want any conflict and i was like that that's the number one no-no when it comes to reputation management you know if you have a product in our service and you stand by it then you should be able to face it head on if you have a solid product so i saw both sides of it and i was like okay There's valid arguments on both sides. And maybe if I just put this in a book form, particularly for, because all of this is gonna be, it's reputation management, but it's how it can be applied to print on demand. If I can take all of that and put it in there, then maybe from both sides of it, we can get a little bit more synergy. I think for any one of us who've come from the FBA world or eBay or any other online seller, we all know like, and we've all seen it, if something comes out, there are gonna be courses. There are gonna be books. There are gonna be, you know, all these different things about it. I think with the merch community in particular, for a lot of people who are going into merch, they are not entrepreneurs naturally. Like a lot of people saw it and was just like, okay, look, this is something that we can jump on. This can jump my entrepreneurial journey. Unlike something where FBA is where it's like, okay, if I'm doing private label, I gotta be, on point with business coming from the gate and you just kind of know that the extensions and the courses and all that stuff comes with it you know we're still what three and a half almost well almost three and a half years into merch it's still young and you got a lot of people who are first-time entrepreneurs and there's really no checks and balances system within the merch community right now nothing that says okay this is holding the customers accountable and this is holding the creators accountable and the interaction between the two it's just, it's ridiculous right now. So that's what really inspired the book. And, and it actually inspired a, a a couple of other things that are in the works. I don't want to speak on them too early because you know, it's still in like half brain, you know, <laughs> half raised theories. Like, oh, I can do this, I can do this. And, and you know, I was like working on a Yelp or TripAdvisor for print on demand. And I'm like, okay, let's table that for right now. Let's put as much of it into the book as possible and then go from there and as i rambled on on well
0: i i think that that is so amazing and i think you're the perfect person to talk about this because you're so um i don't know what the word is even keeled or you're you know you're like level-headed level-headed calm nice uh and you have experience in in business so it's uh you're not going to necessarily take sides or anything i mean you're just going to help help you're going to help everybody see how how we should conduct our business and, and you know, ideally what it should look like.
1: Yeah. Well, and also it sounds like, Nick, you bring a really unique perspective of, like, understanding both sides of the coin almost in an unemotional way, like for yourself. And then then you can look at it a little less inflammatory (laughs) than the average person, it seems.
2: Well, so that honestly comes from um, my introduction into reputation management and social media management was via the music industry. And because it was in a genre that, like, I'm, I think rap is OB guy, but, you know, my introduction into the music business and that side of it was in hip-hop and so because i didn't have any emotional attachment to it you know uh, i I won't speak on this particular artist's name but one of the labels that i was working for uh, and i'm aging myself definitely uh, (laughs) (laughs) because it was my space (laughs) that (laughs) that i was i was i was don't
1: worry i had an account yeah.
2: Me too. So this was this was a really, <laughs> really hot rapper at the time. Unfortunately, he was also in jail. So it was a situation where the label was like, look, you got to manage all of his stuff. You got to get on MySpace. You got to, you know. So I would say anyone who talked to this particular rapper between 2006 and probably about mid-2007, if you talked to him on MySpace, you were talking to me. This is why I'm changing names, uh, because there are some people that have gone on to do other things that I, I hope that they didn't approach anyone else's inbox like that. <laughs> so anybody. <that> <laughs> it it. <laughs> oh wow! Uh,
1: you must have saw some crazy stuff coming through there.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it, it, it was, it was something serious. <laughs> But I had to detach myself from it emotionally because you know, I just didn't have a love for hip hop like that. So everything was about the business of it. And I've been able to detach myself from that since then because even with things I love, I love merch, I love you know, PLD as a whole. Uh, when it comes to products and services, I am a consumer of a lot of the products that are out there. I'm also an affiliate of a lot of products that are out there. But it would be completely ridiculous for me to talk to somebody about, Reputation management or talk to someone about, uh, you know, just products and services with a biased eye affiliate or not Because at that point I lose credibility If I lose credibility, then I have no business outside of uploading t-shirts and that's just that that's the honest truth of it So I have to have that credibility and and I'll I'll be the first to tell you guys, you know in six months when i go beta on this website that i'm launching i'm gonna go to each one of you guys individually and and glenn and young and joe and everybody and let them know hey listen this is a platform that i'm working on that people are going to come in and they may not have wonderful things to say about you guys i'm not going to delete those comments unless they are you know spam unless they're trying to you know hurt or threaten somebody look if they consume the product they have a right to their opinion regardless of our professional relationship regardless of our personal relationship and i think the beauty of it is most people are just like fine because if you truly stand by what you do then you have no issues with it you know and i, and I think it goes better into 2019 because across the board you see a lot of people where it's just like no 2019 is about building a brand and you're going to encounter that when you take your brand off of amazon we know how important reviews are on amazon the reality is we can't do anything about it we can't reply to them we can't reach out to them we usually don't even know who they are until they post their review. We know how a good review can do in terms of sales. We know how bad review can do in terms of sales. We can't control that on Amazon. We can't control that on our Facebook pages. We can control that on our websites. We can control that anywhere else where a customer can go in and voice their pleasure or displeasure with what we do. And so that, that, that's the theme of word of mouth. That is the theme of just reputation management. And I think that because, we are now in going into the fourth year of merch by Amazon. It's kind of forcing everyone who was not an entrepreneur before to kind of grow up. This is a merch is a very great baby steps type of e-commerce business. And you know, once you kind of graduate to the next levels, you know, you have to have all of those parts into it, reputation management being one of the most important.
0: Awesome. Well, I'm really excited for everything that you're going to be working on. It's, it's, it's so great.
2: Um so, I am very excited about
0: Yeah. So so it's gonna be a website and it's also a book, right?
2: Working on right. It? So word of mouth is the book. Um uh-huh. the website is actually gonna be ratemerch.com. So uh-huh. it's going to be you know the best way I can explain it is you take TripAdvisor, Yelp, and a better business <laughs> bureau, put them all together, and you literally have That's a awesome. place where you can go in if i am a brand new pld seller and i have no idea which courses i should take which books i should buy i don't know who's credible and who's not they should be able to log on to the website search out that particular one or search out in that category and you see your rating system there now again the only thing and everybody will be encouraged um, to go in, build a profile and voice your pleasure or your displeasure with the products and services. But you have to stand by what you say. If you purchase it and it's a verified purchase, then you can absolutely post what you want. If there's a situation where you post something simply because you don't like someone and that content creator challenges it. I have a three-strike policy that's going into this site. And my developer right now is really upset with me because I'm trying to be hands-on on something I have absolutely no idea. But I'm like, no, it's got to be this way. And he's like, it can't be that way. So we're trying to figure that out right now. But
0: you <laughs> You're know. an entrepreneur. You know can't is like uh, right, not really right,
2: can't. Right. <laughs> right, if I throw you a few more dollars, you can make it happen. But <laughs> But no, it has to be a situation where if you put this out about this product, That you say you've consumed and that content creator challenges that you have to prove via order number screenshot email whatever that you actually did consume that project that way we keep it as honest as possible
1: which Nick and you know what Nick going into this like, come on, like w- you don't need to be a babysitter, right? So, like everyone should know going in, you consume a product, absolutely leave feedback. But don't make Nick babysit you because you want to go on there and leave bogus reviews, right? Don't make them slap your hands and be like, Did you consume this? Well, no, I really didn't. Like, right. seriously, it's- it's- go on there and be yeah. straight up.
2: And-, and and that's the thing about it. You know, if we want and I say this as consumers. If we want content creators to be honest about things, then we have to be honest about the feedback. You know, we there was a situation in one of the other groups where someone is just really going, and, and I don't I don't I don't mind because she definitely took the high road on it. And I appreciate it. But someone just decided to make it their business that they had an issue with what Amy Nichols was doing with her research bundles. And I asked him. I said, okay, well, what's your what's your gripe with the bundle? What, what, what happened when you purchased the bundle? What did you like about it? What did you not like about it? Well, I didn't purchase it. Oh, well, did you get the free one that she put out? Well, no. Then you have no argument. Because the people who consumed it, they have an argument, and they are the ones that are saying, this is a good bundle. This is a good pack and they continue to purchase it. And so if the people who are actually consuming it are fine with it, then if you don't like the way someone is marketing something, listen, I get it. We're always on, you know, on our computers, on our devices, you know, that's society right now. If you're that triggered by someone marketing to you, you probably need to just unplug for a little bit. And you probably don't need to watch TV and you probably don't need to walk out into the street. You probably don't need to check your mail because we are constantly being marketed to. That is not a reason for saying that someone's product or service is bad just because you don't like the way it's marketed. Obviously what they're doing is working pretty well because you're seeing it all the time. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but you know, that that's like I said, so, so that's that portion of it in terms of the book, The book will not help you get 10,000 likes on Facebook. The book will not help you get a 50% conversion rate. The book will tell you how to deal with the people, the customers that you have to where you can increase the chance of them being continued customers and spreading the word for you. That's what the book is about. That's why it's coming out first before we get into rating all these services and products. We're going to learn how to be consumers and creators at the same time and how to deal with it. Uh, one of the things that I have in the book uh, is I have a top 10 do's and don'ts of re- reputation management.
0: Nice. So, Damn. I,
2: yeah. So, I, I'm, I'm only going to give three because if I give the 10, you guys got to go back. <laughs> back.
0: <laughs> I tried, guys. Yeah, I tried. I tried. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Good try. <laughs> I, 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 wrote, I wrote down three so that we wouldn't have it. So everybody, grab your pens. Um, so our <laughs> top three do and don'ts of reputation management. Uh, uh, the first, and this goes for any platform that you're on. If this is on your website, if this is on your Facebook page, Twitter, anything like that, never hide the comments when people are talking about your product or service. Okay, you don't want to hide that because the reality is, if people are feel like they're they, if they feel like they're being muted on one platform they're going to go to another platform and more often than not, it's going to be one that you don't control because if they want to get the word out about you, they absolutely will. So don't ever hide the comments. Absolutely take them head on. Even if it's not the most positive one, if I'm being honest, you know, data will show us that when people go in and they're looking at reviews and they're looking, you know, for any feedback, they're looking for the negative. Because unfortunately, and those of us in, that came from private label and FBA, we know what you know Amazon went through in terms of their years of, hey, no more incentivized reviews. You know, people are already very distrusting in general when it comes to things like that. So they're looking for the bad. If you go in and you take on the bad head on, and you're sincere about how to deal with it, you more than likely not only, especially because it's public, have a chance at converting that customer into a repeat customer, but getting someone else based on how you dealt with that in front of them. So Mm -hmm. that's uh, one of the-
0: That's huge right there. It's like, I think we, people don't like conflict, so they they feel like they should just like, they don't know what to say when people say something negative about them or their product, but that's like an opportunity to to solve the situation and and help. And and when people feel like they're being taken seriously and, and you're fixing whatever went wrong, um sometimes they become your most loyal customers
2: absolutely absolutely uh the the second one is one that people this is a small one this is a very small one but it can definitely make the difference never give out the company email address for complaints right so if someone goes to your website or they go on facebook and and they give you a bad review because they had a a a, Terrible experience purchasing from you. Never go in, definitely take them head on, but never go in and say, hey, you know, send me an email to marketing at abcapparel.com or info at abcapparel.com. Here's the reason why. They don't know that we're all owner operators. They look at it the same way they would if they were sending a complaint to Coca-Cola, if they were sending a complaint to, you know, just any of the larger companies. And when you talk to someone and you give them just that general company email. Now, here's a reality. We all know this more than likely that email is going to come right to your personal inbox anyway. But the customer doesn't know that. And they feel like, oh, okay, well, I could have just gone to the website and got that. You definitely want to say, Hey, listen, and this is something And people thought I was crazy for this, but one of the casinos that I worked with, I did this frequently and it helped convert those angry guests into repeat guests. I would tell someone, Hey, listen, I am so sorry. You know, we always try to give the best possible experience and we really missed the mark with you. Please email me at n at At that point, they're like, okay, you know what? you're giving me your actual email address. This is the email address I can't find on the website. This is the email address I can't Google. So now they feel a little bit more connected. And they're like, you know what? I know it's gonna go right to your inbox and I know you're gonna see it. And so people want that acknowledgement. And one of the examples I always use, have you ever seen somebody where they've been to the hospital and they got the hospital ban and you see them like two days later and they still have on the hospital ban? Like, they're, <laughs> they're waiting for somebody to say, are you okay? That's <laughs> hilarious. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it, it sounds crazy, but people just want that acknowledgement. And when you they go there really that, you say, hey, Email me at my email address at ABC Apparel. Now they don't feel like I'm getting the info at or the contact us at or marketing or whatever. They don't feel like it's just a general email that is probably going to get lost, like they may have experienced from some of those larger companies. Right. Yeah. So that, that's one. Of really they, small you you said
1: that that was a just a small, a little small one, but like in my head, like that's huge. That's a huge strategy, really, because it it's so. Um, there's so many layers to the thought process behind why, you know? And I don't think that the average person that's getting into pod or building any kind of an online business gets to that level sometimes of the thought process. Like you got to almost, you got to put yourself in there in the shoes of the consumer and how they're approaching your brand and your website or or whatever. And it's hard sometimes to remove yourself from it. Yeah, it's, it's uh,
0: customer service is such a good skill that a lot of people don't have. Like you really, sales and customer service, and they both kind of go together. Well, I, I was lucky and got to be in, in sales positions and uh, manager at a bank. So I, you know, the manager has to deal with anyone who's angry. So <laughs> I've had lots of experience and just uh, making sure the person feels like they're heard, like just listening and being like, you know, not trying to cut them off, not telling them what the policy is. They don't want to hear the policy or all this different stuff. They just want you to hear what they went through. And sometimes you can help them, sometimes you can't, but making sure that you, you know that you're, they know that you're listening to them and in some way can relate to what they're going through. And I think giving the personal email is a way of doing that where you're like, you contact me. I'm listening to you. You can talk to me. Right. Um, and that, Absolutely. that makes that people's barriers come down. They kind of like want to get out of all of it. And they're more reasonable after that because they're like, okay, she, you were listening. I know you're trying to help me. So
2: exactly, exactly. Uh, and, and, and to go even further into your point, that's one of the theories that I talk about, uh, in the book as well. Uh, when I work as a trainer for TGI Fridays, one of the theories that we use was the last last theory. Listen, apologize, solve, thank. And if you did that every single time, you're not gonna get everybody. But going with that, you're gonna get about 70% of them because people want that acknowledgement. They wanna feel like they're being heard. Most people go through their entire life on a day-to-day basis being told what to do, what they cannot do, that they cannot take this time off. They have to cater to someone else because they're working for someone else's job, building someone else's dream. And when they are a customer, they want to feel like they're the king. They're the queen. People are actually acknowledging them. People are appreciating them. I don't care whether you spent $2 with me or $200 with me. You're going to get the same customer service. You're going to get that same care. If you have a bad time, with I don't care. If I have two people, and one person spent $200, one person spent $2 and they both had a bad experience, they're gonna get the same energy. I don't care how much you spent because your word of mouth or in this case, word of mouth is gonna travel much further than that $2 or that $200. So it, it's it's that portion of it is important.
0: I think another Which thing, oh, sorry, really quick. I think one more thing along those lines is like, you really like when you're listening, you have to act like this is the first time you've ever heard this problem ever. <laughs> Cause a lot of times right. we already know what we're gonna say and the customer can tell exactly. it. you already know what you're gonna say. So if somebody, especially with like POD where there's only like a couple problems the person can have, it's like, you know, they're not getting the shirt on time or, you know, the shirt didn't come the way they wanted. Like there's two or three problems that could be. So you might already know what your answer is gonna be. And people can tell that. Like, you have to act like, wow, this is the first time I've ever heard this problem in my entire life. Like, I'm so sorry you're going through this. <laughs> and, and not just know what you're going to say. Because people can tell when you're, like, already, like, it's, it feels more like a robot. Like, you're not really caring if you already know what you're going to say before the person gets out what they're trying to say.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, I did want, I, I was looking in the chat uh, really quickly, and um, Laura Burke brought up a really good point which was, what if someone is just clearly trolling? It comes with it. You just have to realize it comes with, some people are just, well, we're, we're, some people are just assholes. I don't know any other way to say it. Uh, it and, and, and that's just, that's the truth.
0: I think they kind of reveal themselves, though. Like, if you just let them say stuff, the people reading the comment are going to be like, okay, like, and you almost want a couple negative things in there so that the people know these are real, like, this is real feedback.
1: Well, we're diverse tell.
0: You can tell when people are just saying stuff and they have no no basis in what they're saying.
1: I think we're diverse enough, too, that we need to just know that you know as positive as we want to be we're adults and you're not going to talk someone who's toxic out of being toxic and that's it so you learn how to diffuse the situation as best as you can and hopefully move them along their way you know
2: absolutely well that's the beautiful thing about you know when people are leaving reviews usually there's only one reply you know you reply to them one time and then that's usually it you want that to sit just like helen said you want that to sit there because you want people to see how well you handle the trolls you want people to see that like okay this person is unfazed they are professional even when somebody's being a jerk because again in their everyday lives they've dealt with a jerk like that at work they might be dealing with a jerk like that at home at church Anywhere so they they see that and if they see that you are professional within that time. They're like, okay That's even more reason for me to want to do business with them uh, And to that last that last do and don't of reputation management uh, never and, and This especially for people who sell on Etsy. I get this all the time Never weaponize the fact that you are a small business if someone is complaining and, they're, and, and not even complaining, but if someone comes to you and they say, hey, and I know we've all got this, why is your price so much higher than this price? The worst thing that you can say is I'm a small business and my production costs are higher And th- because the reality is people don't care. They don't care. They, they don't care what they know is I went to this place I see a product and or service that I like I'm gonna take my money out to purchase this I don't care that you don't have a million employees like coca-cola because if you can't compete with them then maybe you should not be selling this product or service so never weaponize the fact that you are a small business when you do want to use that is after you've had a good transaction and after that that's that customer has felt like they've had a great time with you, that's when you let them know, hey, thank you so much for supporting me and my small business. At that point, people feel good then. You know, they're like, well, you know what? I supported a small business today. Or mm-hmm. I, you know, I supported <laughs> a, a a a woman-owned business. So I I supported a minority owned I, I get that all the time. But the number one thing, and and it's all about how you handle it. And you can tell them any other thing in the world, but do not use the fact that you are a small business. It will make you seem unprofessional. It will make you seem like you can't compete. It will make you seem like you are subpar to what else is out there. in
0: world. The I, I 100% agree with that. And it also, on top of that, is validating what they just told you. So it's, they're saying the price is too high, and you're saying, I know, it's too high. Like, you're validating what they just said instead of doing it the other way where you're like, you know, this is a quality product. Like explaining why, why it's the price it is. Um, yeah,
2: that that's that's the number one. Like anytime I have someone ask me about it, that's the number one question that they get from customers. Why is your price? You know, and not so much in POD, uh, but you know, in. in terms of handmade crafts or anything of that nature. Why is this so high? And then the answers that they, (laughs) it was one of the business groups that I was in, uh, we did a full thread about it. And the young lady got the question. She had not answered yet and it had been several hours. And I told her, you've already lost that sale. Mm -hmm. If you did not know, they've already gone and purchased the competitor. You waited several hours to find out what you should say. But it blew my mind the responses that people were giving, and the number one thing was, "Oh, you just let them know you're a small business and your production costs are high." Or I even heard one say, uh, "Well, if you don't like my prices, go ahead and buy the other person." And the <laughs> customer is going to be like, "Okay." <laughs> oh my I'm god! Imagine if I said that. <laughs> that's, the, that's the worst thing that you just, and I, I rolled out, to him, I said, listen, you've lost a sale, I guarantee you. The next time you get this question, just tell them, hey, you know what, thank you so much for inquiring. I appreciate you stopping by to take a look at my store. Uh, we guarantee a quality of our prices, uh, of our products, and our customers are much in love with them. They, they love the experience with us. We hope that you will find the same love with the experience with us. And you know, or you could just say, you know what, screw it. I'll match price. Not everybody can do that. If you're willing to take the hit for that sale, that's your business. But never weaponize the fact that you're a small business. It almost never works out for you. We cannot guilt people into buying things from us.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Well, plus the the long term goal would be for them to be a repeat customer,
2: and Absolutely. that's not
1: that's not helping it. Yeah.
2: Absolutely. So it's it's a, it's a like I said that's and there's a reason the there's
1: change. a reason
0: they're <laughs> asking it's because they want to buy it. It's a mm-hmm. uh, one thing with sales that you that is so important is learning the objections. So when someone gives you an objection, that means they're very close to buying. It's like a very good thing. So when someone gives you a rejection, you should get excited. Like oh my gosh, they're about to buy my product. All they need is a little encouragement. So they're a little bit worried that it's expensive and you just have to make them feel a little bit more at ease. Like
1: I was going to say, know. sometimes it's not even really the number and they don't even really have one to compare it to. They just need exactly what you said, Helen. They need someone to tell them, it's okay, you can buy this. Yeah, that's <laughs> you, it. You know, to confirm it. that the value is indeed what you've marked on the you know, shirt or whatever.
0: Yeah. And things like that, like these are very common. There's only like, like I said before, there's only like three or four different problems you're going to encounter in a print on demand business. So think about it, take your time, spend a day and write out the responses that you, that is your company policy, what you want to say for each of these things so that you're not just caught off guard like oh my gosh what do i do i've never heard this before <laughs> somebody thinks the price is too high. like don't be so shocked just have a have a plan in place and, and answer it kindly
2: what an actionable step i would tell everybody when it comes to reputation management i would go to trip advisor i would go to yelp i would go to amazon i would go into etsy and I would just look, not necessarily in something in, in the same area that you're selling in, even though that's good for research purposes, but just look at the responses from some of the people on there, right? Look at some of the questions or complaints that customers have. You will see, you know, some continuity between it, even if you're looking at things from different, like someone could have the same type of experience at a restaurant that they had at a hotel even though it was two different sides of the spectrum it's still a situation where they felt some type of way about their experience there and their voicing it there and then i would then take some of those same complaints that people had in their reviews put them in a word document and then i would practice responding to them
0: that's a really good point yeah
2: practice responding to them find yourself a friend that maybe works, you know, in customer service. Yeah. I think we all know at least one person that works in customer yeah. service in some form or fashion. Send them that document and ask them, hey, can you look over my responses and yes. tell me if they're good?
0: Yes. That is such a good, good advice. Yes.
1: I know. I love do that. Do that. Do
0: that.
2: You know, do I- that a few times a month and, and you will be amazed. It's it's almost reputation management is like a muscle. The more you work it, the better you get at it.
0: Yeah. And I think the way that you feel about it too, like, I think people just don't look forward to people complaining or asking questions or being dissatisfied, like it's not something you're like very excited about, like, oh, no, I got, you know, but you should be because it's like, like, especially with objections, maybe not complaints, but objections. It's like, they're so close to buying. So you just, it's almost like a game. You're like, okay, can I convert this customer? Like, <laughs> here's another yeah. customer to convert. And then with the complaints, it's the same thing. It's like, okay, here's another customer to turn around. That it's, it's When you solve problems, it's way more likely that they're gonna be a, a loyal customer after that. So it's both of those you should be excited about, like complaints and
1: objections. Well, plus if oh, yeah. you're, Nick, I love the strategy of like mm-hmm. kind of researching those complaints and, and negative feedback, because then what you can do also <clears throat> is head off a lot of that prior to it happening if you're noticing patterns like they're always commenting on size. Well, then make sure that your listing or your product description addresses that in great detail. So you can pick out some of those things so you don't have to deal with them. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know
2: what? You, you brought up a really great point. I have a friend of mine who's an Etsy seller. And what she did was she was getting a lot of complaints about the size. Now, here's the thing yes there's a size guide that comes along with the listing uh for some people it may not be the easiest to follow so what she did was because she's really good at taking notes and she was always like that even when we were in school (laughs) she redesigned the size guide and just made it flow a little better you know based on the, the the feedback she was getting in and then she would go in and manually put that size guide on her listings and like that you know is a complete turnaround
0: that's awesome so but what just, a great
1: thing yeah
2: Yeah, like you just it's it's always those it's always those things some people don't even see i would even go as far as say you know hey if there's somewhere you can say click the next, put down at the bottom click the next picture because people just don't look at the size guys like yeah. it's just it, <laughs> they yeah. just don't you know but she saw that and she was proactive about changing that and It's made our business go that much better yeah so and it's the little things like that
0: and things like merch we can't do that we can't say order size up or any of that stuff on merch but that's another thing with print on demand there's more than one different type of t-shirt more than one different type of company so you can look at that feedback and say which shirt has the least amount of complaints about it and just switch over to using that shirt um so there's a lot of ways around it but yes keeping track of all of that and, and uh, watch, listening to people's feedback, all of that is important. All of it is just helping your business become better.
2: Right, the most important thing to remember when it comes to reputation management, if the feedback is positive or negative, the fact that they have gone to you, that means for every person that has gone to you and they've reached out in terms of a question, a complaint, a a good comment. There are at least five other people who've had a similar experience and just didn't feel enough to say anything. And that's the worst thing that can happen because you have no idea that they had that experience and they could just never shop with you again or just tell someone else, hey, don't shop with them. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you've lost out. When someone comes and they have a complaint for you, I look at it like that's the best thing that you can do yeah because they've given you the opportunity not only to show them and people in their circle but everyone else who's going to view that review you they've given you the opportunity to say why your business is so awesome why your product or your service is so great so look at it like that you know we can't do anything about it on merch by amazon and I know it pisses me off like it pisses everybody else off when you get a complaint because the shirt smells like vinegar. I get that. But this is why it's important to take control of your brand. And you can still do wonderful things on Amazon, but take it off it, of there.
0: It's an opportunity to, to say what is so good about that purchase. So the reason it smells like vinegar is because it was just made. This is a custom product. So you can emphasize mm-hmm. custom you know emphasize turn everything around so yeah it smells like vinegar that's because it was just me this wasn't made a year ago and sitting on a shelf somewhere like this is custom made for you
2: exactly because let's be honest most people don't understand the concept of print-on-demand and anybody who's ever tried to implement a local merch strategy you know that speaking with most people just do not understand the concept so wait a minute you're gonna print my shirt out? <laughs> 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 oh, <boy.
1: laughs> like, Let me get this. Wait, how does this work? <laughs> right.
2: You know, the last company told me that I had to have a, a minimum order of twelve, and you're telling me it's just one shirt? You must be a scam, or it's gonna look like I, I it just it. It's my, it's
1: people do their not. Mind. Are, are you trying
2: to give me an iron on? Like it's. know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So yeah.
0: Oh we gotta say hi to Jameson and Joe Clay. They're they both joined. Yay. Hey guys. guys.
2: Jameson, <laughs> hey.
0: So oh. oh this is we, so Joe awesome. And I
2: gotta get some uh, some things working back up too. Um we get the merch talk show going again.
0: Yeah, that'd be great.
2: Yeah, so but What I I would like everybody to take away from it is, um, for a lot of us who've been in business for a while, we do know these things, but for the vast majority of people on merch who are brand new, you know, this is the opportunity to run a real business. You know, you guys can sell, you know, and, and you may even get it there. I know there are people who are. Just on merch nothing else not taking their brand off of merch and, and, and they're doing very well and that's great. We have no idea <laughs> no, no idea what's gonna happen next week next month next year Hell we just had a great Q4 like for the first time almost a flawless Q4 and we're yeah. going into the fourth year of merch right so if you want to just stay on that portion of it and just do that and not because a lot of people don't want to deal with customer service and i get that but if you really want to take this and make something sustainable you know and not just for my book look up things on on reputation management customer service social media management look those things up for yourself you know but it has to be as important as designing as finding the right fulfillment partner as how you market it it, it, it's it's right up there and and it's going to take you from being just the regular everyday PLD seller to someone who has a legitimate brand that can put it on whatever platform even if it's not your own even if it's you know if if it's Teespring if it's Etsy if it's on Shopify or free web store or WooCommerce you can take it anywhere at that point because you have built a reputation for yourself that your customers will follow you. So that, that's, if I can't, if you don't take anything else away from the show, please take away from that, that your reputation management is literally the lifeblood of your business.
0: Yes. And it's so much more important now, even than it was a few years ago because of social media. So before it's like oh. they would tell five or six people like, Oh my God, I had a terrible experience. And they're telling like their family and their neighbors. Now it's like they're telling there are 3,000 followers and then those people are sharing. And like, I mean, you could have one bad customer experience turn into like 10,000 people know about it fast.
2: Absolutely.
0: So it's Absolutely. it's uh, real important nowadays. Um,
1: Which also shows the strength of it as well. Yes, exactly. Are we
0: positive <laughs> or negative? Like it's uh, the good experiences are also shown to a lot of people. So...
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. that uh that, listen we don't need to uh, discuss what i'm about to say but i do want to want to just drop this in there real quick because i um think it's important those people that are a little nervous about social media and like it, it's a powerful powerful tool um a lot of the new netflix shows have been going around um, where you guys can catch the fire festival um, instafamous where you mm-hmm. can take a look at what happens when you don't properly manage your reputation um, and how things can spiral out of control very quickly and how amazing it can be when when it's implemented properly. So oh yeah um,
2: absolutely. You know. So those are two. And- yeah, like, and I, I just finished watching the uh, the Fire Festival <laughs> show. That's so yeah, crazy! It, oh, oh my god! <laughs> it, it, but what's crazy? I remember when it was happening in real time because there were some people that I knew that were vendors with it, and and it was just it's going to be hard for any one of those guys that were on that end of it to bounce back off of that, yeah. especially especially with you know, because they did the Netflix special, but then they also did one for Hulu as well. So everything is out there now, you know, and it it doesn't take much. And I think that a lot of times we, especially, you know, in the owner operators, when we have these smaller brands, we think, oh, it's not going to be that impactful because I only have three or 400 followers or three or 400 likes on Facebook. That's even more reason. The one thing I've learned is you can have, and I've I've managed brands where they have social media with 1.2 upwards of 5 million followers, but the interaction from the ones who've had 10,000, where it's much more concentrated, that can make or break that business because it's a smaller community, right? It's a smaller community and they talk a lot more frequently because they're if they've gone and they're following this brand and they really want you know to, to 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 see where it goes or see the products that come from it they're talking with other people in the community so it's even more important when you have 500 likes or followers kind of
1: like early adopters right like your brand exactly vision.
2: exactly people want to be on the cutting edge of things right so you don't want to screw up just because you think oh, it doesn't really matter because i only have 300 i'll put it to you this way at the height of it now i'm not monetized for youtube right um we won't I, talk I about should. that we, we're right we, won't talk <laughs> we about that. aren't but, either and we
0: should yeah.
2: be yeah but to be honest with my 500 subscribers on youtube i made more with affiliates than what i would have if I were monetized, why? Because people who went to my channel, and I hope that they still do when I start content again, they felt that the products and services that I was talking about, they felt comfortable. My reputation with them was well enough to where they say, you know what? He's not just trying to, you know, he's not a snake oil marketer. I hate that. Term. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, you know, they felt comfortable enough to say, hey, look, he's endorsing this. Okay. It's the same thing with the, you know, you guys I put out the Q4 strategy guide. Was it a huge seller? No, but the conversion rate on my email listing was almost 30%. When in most situations, you can't, you can't get a 4% click-through rate. So, you know, so it's one of those things where it's like, if you build that trust with your customer base, no matter how big or how small, you will have that dedicated following and you will be able to grow your business and they will go out and they will be warriors for you they will go out they will be soldiers for you they will go out and they will take your brand like armor but if you treat them wrong they are going to make it their business in the age of social media in the age of things going viral oh my god they're going to make it their business because they are now in bold yes Make perfect sure I love it. yeah. yeah. It's like
1: they, they, literally they, they, on the to do list. It's happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. That's going down.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. You know what? But they, and,
1: and you got to think about it. <laughs> you know with when somebody's irritated about something like that's the, all they can think about you know yeah. i got Absolutely. i need this and remember, remember this because
0: if you're feeling irritated with somebody's complaint or something whatever you don't answer wait, wait till you like feel feel better first <laughs> like you do not want to write something bad like you know go get a drink of water walk around for a minute and then reply <laughs>
2: right right if you so. feel it going south, just eh, you no. Know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Exactly. Exhale.
1: Uh, so, right. quick question, Nick. When can we expect? Are there any like uh, estimated drop dates for anything that we can look for, like the book or?
2: Absolutely. So we're gonna hold almost, you
0: accountable. Yeah, give us some hold details.
2: Hold me accountable. March eighteenth. Oh
0: okay. so wow! That'll That's be the specific. release.
2: Of yes, March eighteenth is going to be the release of word of mouth. Or word of mouth. The digital version will be available on Gumroad, uh, and obviously, if you want to get the physical version, it'll be on Amazon as well. Um, for the Rate Merch uh, website, um, I'm looking at an August release because you know I, I think we all know, and, and let's be honest, we as content creators, we know. Q4 is gonna be the time where everyone's like, really just kind of dropping this, that, and this yes. and that, because they know yes. it's gonna be the busiest time of the year. So, you know, I want to be a situation where you've got at least a couple months jump, where people can go into the site and say, okay, look, and it's not just, it, it's not to be, uh, you know, a, 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 a session of just, let's go in here and skull drag everybody. But where people are going to, spend money because they really want to know what's going on in this thing that we all tout. Like we all talk about how wonderful POD is. And it is an amazing opportunity. And Amy, you absolutely crushed it for Q4. I was yes. sitting back and I was like, oh my God, this is it is just it couldn't have happened to a better person.
3: Aww. But thank you.
2: <laughs> when we have that time, you know, around getting ready for Q4 that's really the time where people start beefing up. Oh, okay, I need to buy some design packs. I need to buy some research bundles. I need to buy, you know, this guy or that guy, this guy or that guy. So that's when we want to drop the website, the Facebook group, you know, to be honest, the Facebook group is already up. It's just myself and one of my students in there right now, because I didn't want it to turn into a skull dragging session where people just go in and I was like, okay, no, I want it to be something that's really, you know, set and structure for everybody. To go in. So We're looking for early to mid-August on the website, and the book will be out March 18th. Next month, at some point next month, I'm going to release one of the chapters for free, just a free download for everybody to go in and just kind of go through and just see what they're going to get when the book comes out in March. So
1: exciting! Yeah, like I'm, I'm super stoked about, well, both of them. Obviously, I want to read the book, and I'm just thinking about the website. Like, it is Cool to think this is how I see it. It's protection for those new sellers that, like, you know, you come in with your hard-earned money and you want to build a business for yourself and you really don't know where to turn sometimes. And so this exactly. is going to be cool. This is gonna be a cool way for them to feel confident in who they're choosing to work with or buy from, or you know, whatever, get content from.
2: Yeah, right. I'm, my I'm, vision for the website is when somebody you know, it's getting ready to put out, you know, when, when, when design for dollars are getting ready to put out their summer special. I, I want, I want you in the videos to say, Hey, we've got a five star rating on RateMerch.com. Yeah. Okay. You That's know, awesome. that we want that. We want that accountability, but we want that confidence in the product yeah. from consumers because what will happen is someone will come in and they get a bum packet from somebody who has been, you know faking their screenshots in the groups and you know and then the design pack or you know it's some bs and then the next thing you know they have a bad experience in pod and then they say oh well all this stuff is a scam and it just it 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 devalues the industry as a whole which we don't need
1: yeah and it it makes their experience completely tainted and negative because they did unfortunately have a bad experience that Maybe not everybody else has, but you know that person's right. experience could have been more positive.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: that's awesome. And I, I want to call.
2: I, that's 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 the other. If I'm being completely honest, that's the other thing. I want the bad. I had the reason yeah. that I have such a, such PTSD about outsourcing designs is because of. Doug, I've been a graphic designer for 20 years, so I already had issues with outsourcing to begin with. But when I said, okay, cool, I'm gonna give this a try and my first two experiences were terrible. You know, I wish I would have had something like that that was a checks and balances to say, no, you probably don't wanna go with this guy because, you know, the product isn't good, the, you know, you're not gonna get what you paid for and it's someone else's intellectual property. You know, I want the bad actors gone. I, I, I don't want merch to be a decade in and people feel the same way about it, that a lot of them feel about private label. I don't want that. We have the opportunity and there's not another opportunity like in in beyond Merch by Amazon, just in PODs in general, there's not another opportunity like this out there. So I want to keep it as honest as possible.
0: I'm so excited because it's so true. It's so early in this process. And it's so exciting because we have so many people that have been in business for a while, like from either FBA or from other places. And so I I just feel like it's such a good group and and we're we're creating this community all together and and you're doing the checks and balances. Like we have, it's gonna be, it's really great. So thank you so much for coming on the show, Nick.
2: Yeah, Um, oh my gosh, I feel like,
0: I feel like I could. (laughs) I know, I forgot (laughs) all the time. questions, yeah. So we're a little over, but yeah. Do you have any last questions? Amy or or Bree or I can't wait to
3: read the book. Like I'll be I'll be honest. It's once that's dropped, I'm buying it. So Mm -hmm. um, because I know like that's something that that I could definitely get some help in. Because I can get pretty emotional when people step on my toes. So (laughs) (laughs) like, what do we call it? Petty cake, you know? Oh yeah, Yeah. I can play that game pretty well. So. I need the book.
2: <laughs> can, can I give you a, a cheat code that I used to use uh, when I was with TGI Fridays? I would tell my trainees, "Listen, if you have a bad experience with a with a guest, you know it's okay. You know, handle it right there. Don't get emotional about it right there. But once it's over, take one of their dishes, go outside, and throw it on the ground. You'll feel much better." I, love so, it. That's
3: awesome. <laughs> I need to put that in the book. No. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: perfect well thank you so much and thank you for everybody that's watching and uh we have like the best community best viewers watching and i missed all the comments in the beginning where people are commenting about my uh, uk trip <laughs> that was uh it was so fun they were they were teasing me because i um in one of the lives i like flexed and showed my arm muscles, like showed my (laughs) gun and when I, (laughs) when I read, when I re-listened,
1: when I re-listened,
0: yeah, I did. I re-listened to the live and I was like, I don't know if they could follow what was going on. Cause it was, uh, basically the guy we, we were talking about, uh, going on a tour of Manchester the next day. And, um, he said like a bad area of town. He's like, Oh, make sure she, she shows you this place. And then, um, the lady next to me said yeah you're gonna get mugged but you couldn't hear what she said very well on the live but that's what prompted the whole like oh. <laughs> flexing muscles because i was like i can take care of myself <laughs> but
1: yeah
0: it was it was it was a hilarious like the if you guys haven't seen the facebook lives you definitely have to go to Merch money and, and check them out there's they're pretty funny <laughs> so all right well thank you so much nick thanks for being here and uh no i enjoyed it As soon as that book comes out, send us the link. We'll we'll post it in the group and and we'll all get a copy.
2: Definitely. Thank you so much, guys.
0: All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Good night, guys. Bye.